The Ruddy Reveal podcast is a part of the Ruddy Reveal subscription service conducted by Ruddy Man Grooming Company. Please listen further for clues and information that will aid you in your search for the truth with this month's mystery. As they arrived back at the conference room commandeered by other agents, the detectives who searched Dindy's and Frost's rooms were met with expectant stares, imploring them to spill the tea. The duo from the vocalist's room simply shook their heads curtly, and one of them said, I tell you, the Kruna didn't do it. She's far too lost in her own existence to really have a mind to do anything except further her own career. The room visibly sighed, and then each set of eyes made its way to the bartender's investigator. I found a few things, but I'm not sure what to make of them, he started. Maybe all he is can help me out. He began flipping through his notebook, quickly refreshing his mind on all that he'd taken in just moments ago. First off, Dindy's room is pretty standard. Clean, mostly. Not a lot to turn your head at. However, I did find this little tape here under the side of the bed near the window. I ain't one to judge, but the handwriting on it don't look too masculine if you catch my meaning. He held the tape aloft by a pin through the small reel hole. Says Journal 2 on it. So maybe, just maybe, we find another journal and see if there's anything on that one. Someone nearby asked, You found that under the bed? Kind of odd, yeah? Dindy's inspector nodded affirmatively. Yeah, I thought so too. Didn't look like housekeeping had been there in a while, but I can't imagine they'd been away from the room longer than a month or so. Place looked pretty well kept, vacuumed, dusted, the like. Other than a candy wrapper and a misplaced Andrew Jackson, there was nothing else out of the ordinary in the bedroom area. He looked at the next page in his pad and wrinkled his forehead. Now here's the part that's really kicking around my noodle. I wore gloves, you know, standard procedure, but somehow some of that chocolate from the wrapper got on my wrist. So I head into the bathroom, after inspection of course, to wash my hands off. When I turn to leave, I notice something's on the mirror. Half of the words, she knows, appeared in the steam. The agents began to murmur, what could this new piece of information mean? My questions are, who is she, and who knows that she knows, and why does it matter to Dendi? The lead investigator nodded grimly, stating the obvious. We need to know who has access to Dendi's room, and it probably wouldn't hurt to find out what's on that tape might help us narrow down the search on these mysterious persons of interest. He pointed at a nearby investigator and directed him back to the crime scene. You, go check out the body again. If I know anything, it's that most young ladies who go to parties have some kind of purse or clutch on them for necessities. I want you to find out if the Vic had anything on her at the bar. Quick, get at it. Turning to the rest of the group, he asked, Well, anyone got a mini tape player? The other agents looked around undecidedly, some shaking their heads, others shrugging, while still others checked their watches. Just before the chatter got too loud, a confident voice spoke up. I believe this guy will help us a great deal. (gasps) The detective who had been sent to Samantha Quinn's room held up what looked like a tiny vintage tape player. I found this in the Vic's room on the bedside table. Stay tuned for clues and more story details coming to your inbox soon.